Welcome to the Life Source Church Money Works Podcast. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Money Works Podcast by Life Source Church. I'm Matt, and I'm joined with Pastor Walt. We hope that you're having a great Tuesday so far. If you're just waking up, good morning. If you're on the way home or you're sitting at home, good afternoon, good day to you. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about the sermon again. Uh, And I had heard inside of your sermon you had mentioned, I think it was the average income or the median income for our local area, excluding the rich towns, and you know who you are. (laughs) But um, we excluded that just as a way to not skew probably what the average was for our church um, attenders. But I think you said it was 1400 a week. Yes, $1,400 a week. For, that would be if it's whether it's a single earner or two earners, that was the median. That means half, half of the people in our area earn more than $1,400 a week and half earn less than 1400 a week. I can remember very many times in the not-so-distant past where that sounds like they're rich. So don't be scared off by, whoa, give $140, because we're basing that off of a tithe, which was 10%. So if you're only bringing home $350 a week. Then your tithe would be $35. And, and you'd be like we talked about, you obviously are going to have a lot of other issues to deal with besides just tithing. So. Right. So just start with where you're at. And the principle there was to start with God first and um, to give back. Uh, So we had put out there during the sermon for our pastoral intern, Andrew, had started this um, last week. But we put out there to ask questions as maybe they thought about them during the sermon. And we actually had a pretty good response where I'm thinking we're going to overflow it this way towards Tuesday as opposed to overflowing it towards the end. Um, So Drew will be doing it tomorrow as well, but let's get a couple in here to preview that. And he sent them over to me in a text message, so we're going to read these off right now. It says, can Walt, so we got the right person here to answer this. So can Walt explain what a faithful steward is? And they said, again, because you did explain what a steward is. But what is a faithful steward, again? Okay, so in just general terms, a steward, if we don't take it even out of Christian terms, a steward is someone who manages someone else's possessions. And when someone entrusts their possessions to the steward, they have some purpose for that, some plan, something they want accomplished with it. And so that steward is going to be faithful when they do with what's been entrusted to them what the owner wants, okay? What his desires are, what his maybe ways he wants it done. And so they're faithful when they do that. Now, the thing about a steward is usually he's granted full authority with whatever he's been entrusted to. He can, you know, make whatever decisions he needs to with it and do it, maybe even enjoy it. Uh, But the idea is he needs to accomplish what it was given to him for. So for a Christian... If we're going to be faithful stewards with our money, it means we, first of all, understand that God did entrust it to us. It's, I mean, we can call it our money because we use it that way, but ultimately God is the one who gave it to us, and he gave it to us for a reason, and our reasons, and we find those reasons in his word. And it, his word, it talks about giving. His word talks about meeting our needs, our basic expenses. In his word, he talks about saving. Uh, in his word, he talks about making kingdom investments. In his word, he talks about enjoying it. 
And so uh, we are faithful stewards when we say, okay, here's, we ask the question, what's God given me this for? And then we make the best decisions in those realms as we possibly can to be faithful to accomplish God's purposes for our money. And faithful stewardship, as you define it there, was using the money the way that the person who is responsible, the person who owns it, the person who has given it. Mm -hmm. And so in this sense, we are saying that God has given us everything. So our money then should be used for his purposes, the way that he intended for it. If you look back to our first sermon in this series, the way that God intended it. Um, so that's something to really examine. If that's the way we're using it, is the way that he wants it, or if we're considering it our money. And then becoming faithful stewards of our money would be doing whatever we want with it once you have that mindset. Right, yes. And so, like I said, we, I, I don't think we need to worry too much about, you know, whether we use the words our money or God money, as long as we realize that that money has been entrusted to us by God to be used in ways that accomplish his purposes, right, his good purposes. One of the things that was really jumped out to me, and I'm just going to go back and talk about the sermon just a little bit, and that is that uh, this idea of living expenses, that God has indeed given us money to pay our living expenses. But then it hit me, if I'm not living for him, then I'm wasting that money. And so uh, it's really seeing all of it. That, that helps me to see even the living expenses are about providing a way to uh, do God's work with what he's given us. That's right. And you illustrated with the story, the parable of the, um, stewards. the stewards with their money. And I like how you brought that very practically into our dollars today. I heard some gasps on the, the, the individual who brought back what would have been an investment of over a million dollars um, based on the, was it $180,000, something like that, you know, that yeah. he was given to start with. Which... I wouldn't mind being given $180,000 No, that would be fun. In fact, if we, if we, you could send a life source church, 350 Stafford Street. <laughs> we'll do the best we can to invest that for you. Um, but that, we're joking. But really, when people do give to the church here, we believe that they are giving to God's work here. And so it is being invested. Um, and nothing is going to last forever on earth materially. So just give it all up now. <laughs> just give it all away now. Um, but let's see here. Uh, a couple other questions. And these are, these are really practical questions here. Um, me having my third child just born and learning how and when to teach certain principles from God's word um, comes this. What's a good age, do you think? I have my own opinions on this, but what's a good age for teaching children, and specifically their own children, not necessarily in the church setting? Because we do that, mm -hmm. but what as an as a parent, what's a good time do you think to start teaching children about good stewardship? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could put an age on it, but I think as soon as your child is old enough to understand, um, certainly if he can count, if a child can count to ten, you're in a good place to start teaching. You know, because you could give the child a dollar, give him ten coins. Okay, so this is a gift. However you handle that, this is a gift, and we want to give to God the first. Tenth. Well, what's a tenth? Well, we count the ten, and it's one of those tens, right? And so we give that first dime back. And I would even say to them, hey, let's save the next dime, right? And you put it in a piggy bank or, or whatever you do, and maybe you talk some other plans about the money and put away another two or three dimes and say, okay, these last four or five dimes, what do you want to do with it, you know? 
well, so not very much. You can't do very much with four or five dimes anymore. This may be to do again. But I think as soon as they're able to understand uh, the idea of, okay, I can divide this up, but I need to give to God first. And that, for some kids, that might be when they're three. For some, that might be when they're five or six. I don't know. I have a conscience. Uh, a conscience. I have a conscience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. This is the joy of live recording. But I have a, a conscious rem- I can remember clearly growing up where I had little glass jars, um, whether they were baby food jars or jam jars or whatever it was, and we'd cut a hole in the top of them. And I remember whether we got an allowance or however we came up with the money, we found it in the couch or wherever, we were taught that you should split up, and the jars were labeled giving, um, saving, and what could be considered an entertainment or a you decide. And it was always in that order, you know, give, save, entertainment. And even as a little kid, I can remember seeing a dollar bill in there thinking that was a lot. But the idea was it taught me, and I can still remember this principle growing up. And I think for those parents who are listening, it teaches your children what you value because you're you're teaching them this. It teaches them to value this. Right. One of the things that I haven't didn't always do as well as I'd like to with with you guys and our kids when we were growing up is to talk to them about these things more. Uh, I mean, you guys knew that we gave. You knew we saw an envelope and all that kind of stuff. But really talking about listen, God has given us money, and so we need to say, God, what do you want us to do with it? And so this part we're giving because we believe this is what God wants because He says in the Bible you know, and going on, and having those conversations with their kids from the time they're really little, so that it just makes sense to them when they're older. And I'll wrap up with this, and I actually haven't shared this story with you yet, but it's not coincidental, and it's not lucky, but at work, um, I don't work full-time here at Life Source Church, so I'm out very often during the week, uh, traveling all over, and I had to get an oil change, and we have a mechanic on site because we have a lot of equipment that needs to be serviced. And I asked him if he could do an oil change because I was about ready to drive down to Pennsylvania the next day. And he said, no problem. I went into the office while he did an oil change on my vehicle. When I came back out, um, I have a laptop mount inside my truck because I do a lot of work inside my truck. But on the laptop, there was a post-it note, and it said something along the lines of, congratulations on your, your new son. And it goes, I've been lucky this week, and I want to pay it forward. And there was a $50 bill sitting there on my laptop. And I thought to myself, now, this sounds funny, but I don't need this. You know, God, like, that was my initial thought was, like, he doesn't need to do that. You know, somebody's giving you, just giving you money. And I thought it goes back to your illustration of handing out $150, right, With except you'd given maybe instructions on let us know how to use it. But this happened to me on last week on Wednesday. And right away, I thought to myself, and, and this is practical because we're talking about money. And I thought to myself, I'm given this money, and of course I could use it for bills or anything else, but this is unexpected money. I want to pray with my family. And so we talked about the family a minute ago. I want to pray with my, my children and my wife and say, who, who could use this money? Who, who does God want us to give this money to? Um, and so I thought that was pretty neat that this happened this week for us. And so if you're listening on the podcast, <laughs> pray really hard that God leads me direction. But uh, we would like to give that away. And I just thought it was neat. It, God has given it to us and using the mindset of, God, you've given us this money. How do you want us to use it? And there would have been nothing wrong 
with us deciding no. to take that $50 and use it for something else. But, but God made it clear to me. That's the thing. God put something on your right. heart to think about this. And, and I think the reality is that, that and we're going to see this probably in, in the next couple of weeks here, but that when God knows that we will say, God, what's this for? Then he can trust us with money. He can bring money to us because he knows that we're going to take it and use it for his good purposes. That's right. So thanks for joining us on this Tuesday edition of Money Works Podcast by Life Source Church. Be sure to check back tomorrow where Drew's going to take on a whole bunch of questions from the congregation. And hopefully it doesn't turn into a stump the pastor session. And it's, I think it's called I Wonder Wednesdays. I thought we could change it to I Wonder, I Wonder Walt Wednesdays. <laughs> Anyways, be sure to check back tomorrow. We're glad that you joined us today.